¡Hola, hola! Bienvenidos a un nuevo episodio de Dualidad Podcast. Bueno, como ya podrán saber por el título de este episodio, ¡We have a first Round of applause para la May. Hey, hey. Hola, hola. Tu voz, oh. Me encanta. We've been wanting to have May as la madrina de nuestro podcast. Oh, For the longest time, for the longest, longest time. Y por fin se nos hizo. Y por fin se nos hizo. Por fin. Por fin coordinamos. May, May, founder and creator of Luna Artesanal, Aries Queen, bestie, madrina del podcast, and her many, many hats. Es nuestra amiga, nuestra amiga. Sí, la conocí, yo, Esme, la conocí en, en Boston, en la, en la universidad, en la Nortin. <risa> en la Nortin. Pero ahora ya todas somos amigas. Sí, sí, Esme me introdujo a May porque tenemos el mismo cumpleaños. ¡Sí! ¡Sí! Same birthday. Same birthday y es bella, bella, bella como una estrella. Um, inspiration de todo, de todo. May es única. And so, May, give yes. us a little about yourself. Bring it on. Yes. Right. Your bio. Yes. Your bio. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm cheesing and I'm about to cry because I'm just like, I feel so loved. That was such a cute intro. It's such a cute intro. Okay, okay. Yes, as they said, um, I'm May, May Perez, and I'm from Boston. I'm 23 years old. Um, soy salvadoreña, vivo en Boston, hey, y sí, hey. conocí, conocí a Esme, um, my freshman year of college at Northeastern, yeah, 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 but, but we didn't become closer until mid-sophomore year, starting junior year of college, yeah, but yeah, that's how I met her, and it was so cute, I'll never forget that day, it was so freaking cute, we were like in this program, at the Latinx Center, what was the leadership program, right? Yeah, Los Huskies. <clears throat> los Huskies. Oh, yeah, Los Huskies. I know. <laughs> yeah, because our, our school's uh, mascot is the Huskies, so making the Latinx was like Los Huskies. And I don't know, there was something about it. You sit right next to me, too, and you had like a little agenda with Frida. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember, I remember the outfit. She had like the little floral dress with like black and floral thing and you had like like leggings it was super cute yeah. i still remember the fit it was super cute and there was something about esme that like dropped me in and i was like i want to be her friend but i never became closer until junior um sophomore junior year and it's then insane. i yeah. saw you and i was in love with her like from, mm, from girl, girl, girl crash like, like girl I, I was i was in love with you because like she may is such she's a she she'll say it but she's a designer um yeah, so, yeah. She was so like fashionable y traía, me acuerdo que siempre traía su café and she had like the most stylish like Boston gear. Um, and she had like, like. Girl, I had blonde hair. Yeah. I was blonde. Yeah, I was sure blonde hair. So yeah, blonde. yeah, yeah. I got to meet her hat. She looks so good. She looks so wow. good. And I was just like, wow, I want to I wanna be her friend. And she also had, like, this energy about her that was, like, see, I just oh, I just knew she was, like, she wasn't, like, an elite girl. Like, she, girl. Was, like <laughs> she was humble. Like, She's I just felt girl. that. Yeah. And I was like, I really want to be her friend. But I don't know. Like, I, I felt I felt imposter syndrome to be your friend. I was like, I don't think. Girl, you me too. Friend. No, I was just so shy. I'm usually shy. Um, And maybe you don't see or you can hear. But. I'm really shy, and I'm working on it, though. We're putting ourselves out there, but, yeah, I used to be super shy, and, yeah, I recently, I had a girl crush, too, on Esme, so. It was cute. It was cute, but then I met Magali last year. Yes, last year, mm -hmm. and Esme will always talk about you, 
but I didn't put a face to you know to you know you because she never showed me a picture until like I asked for a picture. I don't know why she would do that. She wouldn't show me a picture until I asked. Protecting her integrity. <laughs> <laughs> and then um i was like oh she's so cute and then you told me what happened birthday and that's one thing about me i want to be friends with anybody who has my birthday i don't know why like Girl, it's just yeah. so hard to find people who has your same birthday so i was like yo i want to be her friend and then we just click and then we're gonna do a trip together but it's okay and that's how we click that's how we connected and we'll talk about it in the in the episode because you know yeah, yeah. Yeah. Qué loco. Qué loco. So I'm just super grateful to be here. Se me olvidó. <laughs> no, es que la vida, la, la vida, vida es loca. Yeah. 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 We love you. <laughs> okay. Bueno, pues creo que estábamos, bueno, yo estaba un poco nerviosita, but like in a good way, like good nerves, you know what I mean? Así de emoción. But, and I feel like we've broken the ice, but we're going to take this a step further. Oh, like I'm nervous now. <laughs> we're going to get up close and personal con la Mae. Aquí exclusive. Exclusive content. Hey, para que vean. We're going to ask a series of lightning round questions. You let okay. us know whether you want this or that. El chiste okay. es de que no le pienses no mucho. No le pienses. De que nada más de que te vamos a preguntar this or that and you're going to be like this. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Y el your answers uh-huh. and why you chose them or. Okay. Always. It's only me, not you. We can do it too we if you feel. You yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, and if anything, we can do it afterwards. Like you yeah, question we'll, me and I'll question we'll you. We'll discuss and stuff. Okay. And okay. We'll put our two cents in. Sí. Okay. Okay. Lista. Empieza. Okay. Una, dos, dos tres. tres. Love or money? Money. <laughs> first generation things. Hello. Yeah, first day. Friends or family? Uh, family? Okay. Mm-hmm. Top or bottom? Uh- Personality or looks? Personality. Mm-hmm. Gold or silver? Gold. Mm-hmm. Give or receive? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Honestly, receive, yes. Hey, we love that. Uh, shy or assertive? Assertive. Mm. Single or in a relationship? In a relationship. Mm. <laughs> Mommy issues or daddy issues? <laughs> um. Mm, mommy. Mm. I'm sorry, mom. No. Yeah, Think it's stronger. Yeah. yeah. Rough or soft? Soft. Mm. Being independent or being babied? <sighs> Shit, this is hard. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, uh, can I say both? Yes. yes. Okay, damn, I should have said putting a lot of answers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good to know now. But both, both, yeah. We're ending it. We're, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? That's a good one. That's a good <clears throat> thing to say because we're transitioning into our topic, which yeah. relates all of our independence. And I think oh. what we all need. It's the middle point, the yeah. balance. Yeah. <laughs> the balance yeah. between the two. Yeah. Wait, didn't I? Okay, the one that stood out to me was love or money. Yes. Honestly, I wanted to say both, but I wasn't sure if I could say both because it was like this or that. I was like, okay. And that was a strong beginning. I was like, oh. But now that I'm thinking about it, I'll say both because um, I know it sounds messed up, but. You cannot tell me that money doesn't bring happiness. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it sounds really messed up, but at the end of the day, I mean, I'm an immigrant and, mm. you know, growing up in El Salvador, 
so the socioeconomic status over there is super different than here. So mm-hmm. yeah, I have to say both. Um, and it sounds messed up, but it is. Also with friends and family, though. Also with friends and family is both for me. I just didn't know I could choose both. <laughs> I th- I feel like for me, friends become family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, there's no distinction. Yeah. You For me, sometimes I like my friends. Well, because you choose your friends, you, you get Yeah, to it's a chosen family. Uh, it's your chosen family. So, yeah. they're, they're sometimes better than your family. Yeah. Sometimes your yeah. family, you know, boundaries and, like, the judgment. Yeah. So, I agree. Igual con el dinero. El dinero es algo que siempre dicen, it doesn't buy happiness, but, like, Mm. Girl, it facilitates it though. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah, true. Yeah, but I wouldn't say like, like, uh, if you think about it in the, like, like the perspective of like marrying for love or for money, uh, I definitely yeah. wouldn't marry for money. Oh, mm-hmm. I think within general life, I would go for money, but without yeah. marriage, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 I agree. Que loco. ¿Cuál otra es tu you? ¿Cuál otra es uh, oh, to me or to, oh, to Magali? To you too, if you want it, yeah. To me? um, So I wasn't, like, sure if, like, this was about me or just in general, because then you were talking, like, a person, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> 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 like, like, even receiving, like, um, I wasn't sure what exactly was the context, but I took it as in life, okay? And that's what we're going to go with. <laughs> but... But I um I say receiving, but honestly, it will be both because I'm both a giver and a receiver. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, it's just my one of my love languages. Like I like to give, but I also like to receive, which is interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean it was generally open for interpretation, so yeah. you can all these in whatever way you wanted. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I've always been a giver. And at this mm-hmm. point I want to embrace receiving. So my answer would have also been received because, like, I want to receive at this point in life. No, I agree. You're definitely a giver. And also... You're a definitely a giver, yeah. Uh, nada más energía, you give, 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 and yeah. you just don't receive. Mm. Or if you do want to receive, you block it, I feel. So... Yeah. Yeah. Drag me So, <laughs> yes, I'd well, be really open to it. Uh-huh. No, one that really, like, stood up for me was the singular relationship because was that as in like what do you prefer or what was that question around see like what what do you prefer it's this or that so ah. yeah so it could have been like what current what is your current state or what do you prefer single you or in a relationship you oh i mean you've met both <laughs> yeah and i think that damn they're both different though like single yeah. May has was different, um, but I think that one thing that never that has that hasn't changed has been my independence. Mm. Whether I was single or in a relationship, I feel like I always I'm independent. And of course, we'll talk about it later. But the whole thing about receiving, when you spend because being vulnerable here, I spent being single like for five years, yeah, mm. yeah, or six. I don't even remember now. That's how long it was. Um, yeah. I mean, I only have one real boyfriend, so mm-hmm. that was in high school. So ever since high school to college, I never really had a real relationship. Mm-hmm. So you always have to provide, you know, for yourself. And I'm the oldest daughter. Um, so it's a lot of, like, layers. So yeah. receiving is really weird. But I'm getting used to it. But it's weird. But then you get comfortable. And it's like, mm, I like this. Yeah. yeah. I will say that I, I see... <clears throat> In a relationship, mate, as a little bit more balanced, like, oh, damn girl. like, no, yeah, like, I feel like single May is very like go getter and like she has to do everything herself. Yeah, mm, and yeah. not to say that in a relationship, May is still not like doing things for herself, but I feel like she's able to lean more on people, and that takes off yeah. a weight from her. You know? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, right. it's, it's like it leads back to the thing of like being baby, babied, which I feel like. For people like us, which are first gen, uh, older sisters, or act like older sisters, have all these responsibilities, it is tough for us to accept receiving and being babied because we're so hyper independent. Yeah. It just like, gets to you, and receiving at one point gets weird because you've never get, been given anything. You no. know, it's been like 
or give others or give others or yeah. even we have to provide sometimes we have to make sure everything's aligned with like you're okay because you are the eldest daughter and sometimes like that is your role within the family dynamic yeah, yeah. and it's also trauma response though yeah that's and a- you know yeah it's a lot to unpack it's like <laughs> And then I'm thinking, damn, I'm not even 25, though. <laughs> no, don't even... Shut up. <laughs> That's an existential crisis. That's an existential crisis. No, you know what? Actually, no, because I feel like I had an existential crisis at 22. 22, 23. 22. Oh, really? I had yeah. mine at around that time, too. You know like when? You know when it was? Um, What year was it when... It was the summer that we got super close. You were working at the, you were working in Boston, Boston. Yeah, it was 20, 2019. Before uh-huh. I left, so I, before I went to San Francisco to study for my semester. It was that year, 2019, right? Yeah. So I was like 21, 22 as well. Yeah. I forgot that happened. <clears throat> yeah. yeah like that. Yeah, you were going through it. Yeah. And that's when we got close. Mm. Isn't it insane how like life, like there will be really, hard difficult periods but something good can come out of that yeah so like for me like the pandemic i got so close to you Magali, and yeah. we started the podcast like there's that to show i know and then you 2019 you were really struggling but we got close and yeah. that's something to show for it you know oh, it's a, yeah. yeah and our hardest times we always have to like there's always something good that sprinkles yeah. we love life we love life we love life, <laughs> we love life. <laughs> okay well in in that spirit let's talk about how hard it is to be an independent woman yes it is hard af oh my god (laughs) so we have a couple of different buckets of questions Mm -hmm. so we have the financial slash business aspect we have self-care being your own person and we also Mm -hmm. have like relationship aspect of being an independent woman is there a particular one that you'd like to start with Mm, no 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 i think that they're going to yeah i think everything is connected so it doesn't matter where we start yeah okay they're all gonna overlap they're gonna yeah do you want to go with the first one yep okay so we wanted to know how you administer yourself financially so that you can still enjoy life but also save and reach your financial goals porque balance is hard yeah economy yes oh god okay how deep are we getting into this because i can get deep into it <laughs> girl we're getting deep and you know okay. what funny thing is i thought of this question when i was with her Ooh. with me yeah girl. oh she went girl the She's only struggling, that's why. You see her? You see no, this? No, 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 because I was like, damn. Like, May has always been a boss-ass bitch. This is your girl? Girl, was at college. Like, she was always like, hey, this is my... <laughs> May is struggling, but she was still, you know, the best. Girl, but... I've always been struggling, but it's okay, though. It's up on this mindset. Um, <laughs> yeah, because, um, as I said, right, um, I was born in Salvador. And I came mm-hmm. to the U.S. when I was 12 in 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, as an immigrant, I feel like that adds another layer when it comes to money, how you see money, because yeah. the way I'm going to talk about money in terms of, like, how I, I, I administer my finances, of course, it's going to be different than, like, somebody who is middle class and all of this and all of that. So I don't want to put my context as where I come from so people understand, you know, where I'm coming from and, like, my my point of view but i started working since since i was 16 15 mm. um you know and the thing is like okay you know when you like you like good things like really nice things but you're low income no but i see i've always wanted like nice things and good things you know like mm-hmm. i always like to look nice and it doesn't mean that I have to wear brands, like high expensive brands. It's not about no. that. It's just looking clean, looking nice. Mm-hmm. And since I was little, I always wanted to make my own money. But <clears throat> so I started working since I was 16. And I will do anything, like anything and everything. That's one thing that I think being an immigrant has taught me to just be resourceful. And it doesn't yeah. matter what you have to do in order to like, as long as you know, it's okay, whatever you're doing, right? Um, Ethics. 
escéptico, exactly, escéptico. Um, but I've never had like anything given to me to myself, you know. Like I always have to work my butt off for it. Um, and one of them was, you know, going to college. Um, yeah. I had to like win a scholarship because um, due to my immigration status, I wasn't able to get any financial aid. And that also connected to me being able to work um, in the country because I didn't have a work permit. So I literally mm -hmm. had to be creative with, okay, how can I make money without having these things? And, you know, I'm a handy woman. I can do little things. <laughs> yeah. So I think that being resourceful taught me that you don't have to have much to make enough. Um, mm -hmm. Because during mm -hmm. college, I wasn't able to get um, a job in school, which really pissed me off because um, working on campus, I saw everybody doing it and I wasn't able to do it. Yeah. So what I would do was that um, I would get money from a scholarship and I would just use that money from a scholarship to survive the semester. And then the summer would come and I would find something to do in the summer. And I would go like that through each summer until I was able to, you know, during a year that, I was like, okay, let me just find a job part-time because I didn't, I knew that if I work part-time, fully part-time outside of school, um, that was going to be hard for my, you know, mental health and everything. But mm -hmm. then the pandemic came and I was like, oh gosh. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, um, I think it's not that I, what's the word for this? I don't like to settle for things. Like I never like to settle. I always know there's something better to achieve. But I know when enough is enough. I was the word for this, like conformista. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, like yo no me conformo, pero también me acomodo, if that makes sense. Ah, like, wow. for example, yeah, yeah, like, for example, I will see so many people that went to high school and people that we went to college that they will get lost in the sauce of like, oh, they're wearing this expensive thing, they're wearing this expensive mm -hmm. thing. And for me, it's more like, I don't care about how expensive it is, so the brand is about like how que utiles the producto. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm gonna buy a bag that is gonna cost me, I don't know, like 120, but it's gonna get ripped in like a month, well, I can like buy one. You know, you know those type of things, and I think a lot of people get lost in that. So, mm -hmm. um, I never have had like a constant income stream because once mm -hmm. again, um, of my status and being able to like you know work and whatnot. So. <clears throat> It wasn't until the pandemic that I started doing more freelancing work and I was able to work literally full-time and do university full-time um, my senior year of college. And that's when I was thinking, okay, this is how much I'm getting every month. But I never had, had like a constant income every month because of the same thing. Um, and yeah, I think planning where money is going to go towards to, what's a priority, what's not a priority. Um, and priorities mean different things for everybody. Mm -hmm. um at least for me as long as everything is paid of course uh, you know like the mindset of as long as the bills are the, the bills are paid then i can you know take care of myself and whatnot but i think that that should be a priority making sure that you have money for self is a priority but mm -hmm. yeah i don't think there's like a right answer on how to but i think that just making sure that you know what what's important for you and know what's important from everybody else because ever since high school they just get lost in you know the superficial stuff and i never really cared about that and i think that's where my whole thing about supporting small businesses also came from um because i always rather buy from a small business than buy from a big brand mm -hmm. i don't i really don't care like i don't care if you don't know this brand but it matters to me and it makes me feel good so that was always my mindset and I will be surprised also as me because um, some people that went to college that, of course, I won't say names, but I'm um, being like shady. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. but. That's me, what Look, little cheese. But, like, I will be like, yo, you're working um, on campus and you don't have enough money. You never have enough money. Like, why am I paying for you if I'm not even working? Like, that never makes sense to me. Like, I will pay for people that we're working and I wasn't mm. even working, but I will save money, like, yeah. you know? So just for thought, like, it doesn't matter um, if you don't have like a full-time job, as long as you know how to administer money, because also yeah. one thing that my parents tell me is that if you don't know 
what to do with a hundred dollars you won't know what to do with like a million dollars because you never know how to like spread it how to because i grew up with my parents always knowing how to like you know make it make money make money work even if it wasn't that much they will make it last so my dad was like, it doesn't matter the amount. If you can handle a hundred, you can help. You can handle um a million. So and it's true. Like, yeah, it is true. Especially during the pandemic, that really taught me a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's insane. That's I went all so over the place, but yeah. No, 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 no. That was so good. I feel like so many people like tienen dinero en las manos y quieren gastárselo. Like sí, their yeah. first thought is not, I should save this or this should go into bigger goals or you know they seek immediate gratification they want to get immediate like wow this feels good like i bought this and it's insane because i feel like part of growing up is learning that you know that's not the case with money and i feel like us first gen immigrant daughters of immigrants stuff we learn that a little bit sooner in our life than a lot of people who are you know given a lot of things or sometimes even they never had a job they never worked for it so money they're used to just spending it like that and honestly like although like i've struggled same like Mm -hmm. i've worked since i was very young like it wasn't even legal for me to work i was nine (laughs) um but i actually am thankful to my parents for that because because of that like i've saved up my whole life and Mm -hmm. you know i have i'm proud of the things that i've been able to achieve but at the same time i'm more proud of like the the mindset that i have that you know, no es para gastárselo todo. O sea, no, no, no tienes que ser feliz con las cosas materiales. And, no. Yeah, I think people get caught up in the material porque también, uh, there's people that are, that I know that are first gen, oldest daughters, and, but they always, they never had the, the, we're not saying names. They never had the abundance mindset. Like, it's about the mindset. It's about the mindset. <laughs> like, I, got I know that I know both. I know. Who. <laughs> oh yeah, no, we're no. She's like in a special position because she knows everything. Yeah, she knows <laughs> we're not gonna call you. Oh no, we will not say names. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, people that are like that are supposed to. Well, not supposed to. I guess. I guess it comes with the mindset. But like, people get caught up in brand names, material things, or even just, especially with the age of social media material girl material girls yeah i mean you can be a material girl within like different perspectives like yeah exactly you can like make it work with like small business anything you can make anything work but there's people that have never that don't know the value of of money first of all and then that they don't like know how to administer because they have that thing of like i have money now i have to spend it now because otherwise what if i don't have money in the future i won't be able to yeah. buy these things then yeah like, but that's that lag that's the whole um what's that we say abundance mindset right so this is like the lag mentality you know and mm-hmm. and a lot of you know people in our community they have that mentality like don't yeah. get me wrong i'm saying that like i was raised this way but then i see other family members who they're getting so much stuff with these new cars and all of this and all of that. And it's so funny because I actually like the car that we just got. My first car ever. <laughs> like, I told myself that I was like, yeah, it would be nice to buy a new car, like, you know, new, new. But then I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> there were the things I need to, like, be more mindful about, like, my business, um, other things that I want to do, like, if I want to travel, other things. And... A lot of people don't think like that. Of course, if you can buy a new car, oh, honestly, yeah. God bless you and like do it because you have that means. But at least for me, that didn't work. But then I see family members that are like buying all these expensive cars, and I'm like, wait, you're still behind in rent though. Like you mm-hmm. haven't, you know, and all these things that I'm just like, wait. Or people that put it on credit. Like a lot of people, I real when I was like 18, I think I realized that a lot of people put stuff on credit. Mm. So they like flex it off, you know. Girl, you know what's so funny? They don't understand credit. Yeah, actually, it's so funny because (laughs) to call myself out right now, I didn't have a credit card until I was 21. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just recently, yeah, when I was 21 and like, I was like, wait, I never knew that was a thing. And now that my little brother, because it's just me and my little brother. Um, shout out to Ben, if you're listening to this. <laughs> but um, he's 18 and like, I already made him get a credit card because 
I wish that my older sibling or somebody would have told me you can get a credit card right now, you know. On, on, mm -hmm. I think once you turn 18, right, mm -hmm. you can get a credit card. Yeah, and um, you know, just those little things that I'm just like, of course, teaching them how to use it, right? But you're right. I and people still do it. They're 25 and still living off the credit card instead of like real real yeah. money. <laughs> yeah, not very shade, but yeah. No, but, yeah. yeah. I feel like most immigrants have that <clears throat> mindset though, like. For example, I grew up in a in a household where my dad was like mindset every every time, and he would always struggle. Although he made really decent money, like for us to have everything, we always had everything we we like yeah. todo, todo. Mm -hmm. we need. But he would always be in that like mindset of like me va a faltar para esto, me va a faltar para esto, and eventually it catches up to you because yes, the more like you have, the more like it catches yeah. up to you. Like, so abundant mm -hmm. in ways that she was like, no, we can make this work, or like if I don't have money now, it's gonna come eventually, like. Yeah, work. I think it's a a terrible combination of like seeing. Well, I guess good combination because I learned a lot of what not to do and what to do and yeah. how to live. Mm. Yes, it's insane mm. because I feel like going off of that, I feel like our parents grew up with this idea that like los viles siempre primero. Sí. Y todo lo demás, todo lo externo, o sea, que, que es sustain, you know, you need it for your own well-being, your safety. Pero ellos se ponían al último. And I feel like something that I've been learning is that paying yourself is also important. Mm -hmm. Like, you yeah. got to set money to make yourself happy. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, what are you working for if you're not happy? If you're mm -hmm. not using your money for, like, I don't know, to go eat or to, like, buy yourself an ice cream every once in a while. Yeah. Buy yourself a pair of shoes. No sé algo tampoco. I'm not saying break the budget, you know? But yeah. yeah. You yeah. also got to enjoy life. And that's yeah. something that I at least my parents had that it was mainly they were always focused on like bills and rent and like you know us mm -hmm. us also yeah but for them, there was never like nos vamos a ir de vacaciones no. or vamos a ir a hacer un masaje o no sé like even oh though, my like, god yeah. class, you know and yeah. i don't know something that down to the little things i feel like yeah yeah it has to do i, I I don't think any, because we, I don't know, the American dream and everything, we kind of put money first and yeah. everything else, including ourselves. Um, and especially for parents with children, they're like children, money, and they don't really take care of themselves because they don't learn. I, I don't think they even have the time to think about themselves. Yeah. So, I was going to say the whole thing about time because one thing is having money and one thing is also not having the time because at least my parents... Since we came here to the U.S., we've always been working weekends mm -hmm. every day. You know, of course, it hurts to say it, right? But we're trying to change that. We're trying to change that. Now that I'm older, now that my brother is older, but I resonate with what you said, Esme, about um, money for, like, a massage or, like, time for a massage. So, like, I don't know. Like, it doesn't even have to be a massage. It has to be, like, their inner child. Like, actually, with my dad last summer... I found out that he loves to eat ice cream in the park, and I didn't know how much he loved to do that. Until, oh, like, I know. I'm going to give it here. But, you know, those little things that we do, that I also do, but we don't see it, you know? Like, I feel like eating ice cream is like a, such a healing your inner child thing. And it doesn't yeah. cost a lot of money. Like, you know, $2, not even a dollar. Like, I don't even know Choco Bananas. It's just like a salty. Oh, yeah, we love it. <laughs> so, you know, I know. Some of the things I'm like, you can use it, make them at home, and then, but it's a whole thing about prioritizing what makes you happy. Exactly. So going off of that, how did you start your business? How did you, <laughs> what was that process? How yeah. did you, financially? Uh, being like, yo, I want to start a business. Because that's a big step. That's a big step. It also is a big step. Hmm? Also with preparation and everything and like Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's a lot. So oh it's a little it's layer. Um and it's funny because I feel like every time people ask me that I'm like, wait, <laughs> get ready. <laughs> because um I usually tell Esma that I've had so many heartbreaks, but it's not even like about love, it's just life heartbreaks. Mm. Um and I was going through a big heartbreak because of life and, you know, um, injustice loss and whatever, when I was a junior in college, when I was doing a semester in San Francisco, because if you went to Northeastern, for anybody who's listening to Northeastern, you know that you can do co-op, the co-op program. I wasn't able to do it 
because um it was either me doing it for free or not doing it at all and i was like you know i'm not gonna do stuff for free like it's 40 hours it's a full time um yeah. and i have priorities like you know which was really painful because i really wanted to gain experience in my field so i just started to do internships while i was in school which was a lot because um i feel like northeastern is really hard academically um mm-hmm. like the workload but um as I was about to graduate from college, I started realizing that, like, you know, the whole career or the, you know, the whole world of working was coming really soon. And I wish I felt so lost. And I went through a really hard um, depression and anxiety um, period of time. Of course, I think it started in my freshman year of college, but then it moved into junior year. And then that's when I actually, like, handled it. And then when I went to San Francisco for this, for that semester... I learned so much about entrepreneurship because that's my minor. Um, and I learned that, you know, being an immigrant means that you can have your own business as well because you can just um, create it without having a social security number. And for me, it was like such a mind blow thing. I was like, whoa, what? Like, you can still make this happen without this? Like, what? What? So I, one thing about me is like when I get obsessive about something, I get so obsessive about something. Like, I want to know everything about it. Which can be interesting, but you know, it was good in this um moment because I was just trying to talk to anybody that I could who had done it so I could learn how to make it. And then that was like my plan after graduation. And of course it means that you need to have money, you need to have like a capital to do it. And of course I didn't have none of that because I wasn't working. But you know, my naive mom was like, I can do it, I can do it, I can do it. <laughs> and I think that when you want something so bad, the world just brings it to you like you just manifested so much and i still have this journal entry from 2019 um and i like to put my journal entries in the location in the time when i write them oh, and i remember i remember it says um the living room in san francisco in chinatown because that's where i was living when i was there and it said 1 a.m in the morning <laughs> oh, <laughs> me writing in the at night but i was just literally, literally manifesting how i didn't know how i was going to make it happen but i was going to have my own bread and I didn't know how with what money, but I was going to. And I think that little by little, I started getting internships in San Francisco of um, marketing. I started getting internships around um, like working with other brands who were not even in San Francisco, though. They were just in another state, but I just came across with them in social media. So, you know, you got to shoot your shot. So, well, you got to shoot your shot. So, you know. And then, yeah, one thing, it was really interesting because going back to the depression part um there's like a part of longing that I, that was missing inside of me or salvador and my way of connecting to um El salvador was through fashion and i just couldn't find nothing handmade here um that was like made over there and that's when i was getting into more sustainability products and just learning more about um sustainable fashion and all of this and i couldn't find nothing made in El salvador um that I really liked and I was like why is there nothing there so I just feel like both things combined Mm -hmm. it was like my need of making money and also my need of feeling connected to my country but it just connected somehow and once I knew what I wanted to do um I came back to Boston and COVID happened (laughs) and then I was like oh shoot but it was a blessing also like you know it was a blessing in disguise because I had to like start working at the service industry, which I used to work at a restaurant. And then I had to just literally provide for my family because my parents lost their job too. Everybody got laid off, as a lot of people did. Um, and I had to provide for myself and them. And it was a lot because, of course, I couldn't work, right? Um, I didn't have a permit, but I knew how to design and I knew that, you know, this is what I'm doing in college. So let me just do freelancing for small businesses here where I live. I'm in Boston. And, I used to I just start asking different businesses, hey, can I help you? I do this, and you know, just setting my prices and just being a freelancer, and that's how money is coming in for survival, but also that's how I save up money for launching Luna, um, and yeah, that's how it just happened. I think that it was just a lot of like chaos that exploded, and then it birthed this beautiful brand that we have now <laughs> and for those who don't know i feel like i keep talking about luna but i haven't said what it is so i just think yeah. i wanted to say it but 
Luna Pizza Nights of Boston Days brand. Um, we make sustainable pieces um, in El Salvador. They were handmade. I partnered with artists to make um, fashion pieces, but also lifestyle pieces like earrings, bags, and our latest product are coconut candles. Um, our main product, mm -hmm. <laughs> our, <laughs> our main material, we, we work with coconut, but every material that we try to work with, um, I try to be sustainable with it just because it is important for me that what we're using um, is good for Mama Earth. So, yes. So, yeah, that's, I don't know if I answered the question, but I went all over the place, but yeah. Yeah, wow. Wow. <laughs> it was beautiful chaos. It was yeah. beautiful chaos, yeah together yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think it's so beautiful to hear that that came from like a dream uh, a manifestation you know like yeah the, the groundwork and all of that was you writing in that journal and being like this is what I want I don't know how I'll get there but I'm gonna make it happen and yeah. I, it's just so beautiful to me because li literally you're like a dream the definition of like yeah. wishing something so hard and then everything just aligns yeah. The stepping stones get put in place. Of course, you gotta work your butt off for it, and I've seen it and still see I it. I right know, now. literally, I remember things do fall into place. You know? Yeah, yeah. I think um, I sent this also to the summarize the whole thing is just the need of survival. I think that as a human being, you have you're going to do things to survive, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and sometimes like these are just unexpected and my way of survival during COVID and post-COVID has been that. So just how it did freelancing, then also the business came after, right? But yeah, I remember the time, I think I did it to hold myself accountable when I shared with you as me. I was like, I'm going to share this with three, the three closest people to my life as friends. Um, so if I don't do it, it's gonna look bad because I feel that to hold yourself accountable, you have to tell people who are close to you that you're going to do a project. And when I told us, I was like, I know sound crazy, but listen. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I remember that. Wow. Mm -hmm. And then I adopted your 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 approach, and I was like, Hey, I'm gonna do this. Don't know when, but I'm gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> and here we are, on the podcast wow. a couple years later. I know. Now, this girl, like, she's doing everything uh -huh. she's dreamt of and, like, purely out of first, believing in yourself, believing that you can, yeah. believing in your hard work and your talents and everything else, and dreaming of it so hard and believing in yourself so hard and then this dream that it comes true. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So beautiful. Thank you Thank for you. Sharing. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Oh, internal hug. One last question for you, and this related to this topic. Magali, do you want to ask it? Yes. So, when starting your business, did you receive your family's support and like all that they had to give? Yeah. And what was the support look like for you in the process now? Yeah, so it's interesting because I feel that um well at least my dad um he used to have a business in El Salvador. So I mm. think yeah, yeah, it was an auto auto par um business. Mm -hmm. It's like idol some type of thing, but yeah, yeah. Because people from our country are always entrepreneurs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I think that I grew up around that environment, but I never imagined I was going to have something on my own. And I think my parents, like, they never say, no, don't do it. But I think they didn't think how real I was until I was getting my shipments from the with the products. I was like, oh, I got box cake with everything. And then more boxes keep coming. And then I started registering the, the business. And then I started doing this and, like, doing the packaging. And they were like, oh, shit, she's real. Because uh -huh. <laughs> I think when I, when I put the idea, they were just like, Okay, mija, sí, lo que tú quieras. Tú, tú, ve por tus sueños. Pero, o sea, no, no como que te van a decir, oh, sí te voy a dar dinero, sino que te apoyamos con, con unas palabras, porque money, I had to bust yeah. myself. Yeah, yeah, I had to work um, to get that first <clears throat> batch of everything. It was mostly moral support, but it wasn't real until they saw that I got, like, the boxes and then the registration and all of this and then recording video marketing things and then opening everything and then launching and then like oh damn okay she's serious and i think that was everybody i think that even my friends 
And the video thing, how real I was until I actually launched saying it's like, okay, here it is. Like, it's not in my head anymore. It's physical. Um, so I'm really grateful that my parents never told me not to do something. If anything, I think that my dad has forced me to be too independent and that can be interesting. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think my dad always told me to just go for whatever it was and he will always remind me um, things might be more difficult because, you know, you're a woman and you're short <laughs> and you're like, you're cute, but like nobody's going to take you serious. <laughs> but that's why you need to like have, um, como se son carácter? It's not a mood. What's the word in English like? Attitude? Um, yeah. That's what he, that's what he, yeah, attitude. Yeah. That's what he always be like. Like, don't let anyone Let's go fight somebody. <laughs> no, just kidding. Just kidding. No, violence is not the answer. But sometimes it is. Like, if they don't take you serious, you're going to do what you're going to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, but um, I'm grateful for him putting that masculine like energy into me but then mm -hmm. you know it's a balance because it has been really hard to you know be soft when you're, you're a business owner because you can't really be soft unless you have to and yeah mm -hmm. wow mm -hmm. no that makes sense again finding the balance in 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 everything in everything and being super driven and go-getter but also taking care of yourself yeah yeah i mean this is off top not to off topic but have you ever experienced like jealousy from people around you Ooh, wait Ooh. yeah or Question. like people who have not supported you or like like what have been like the insights that you've gotten from like launching your own business regarding like family and, and, friends. and friends yeah um it's interesting because I feel like I've, I've been grateful to have people who have been supportive. And even though they haven't vocalized, if they feel jealous, I feel like I'm really mm -hmm. an empath person. And you can lie to my gut feeling. Like, um, if you don't like it, you don't like it. And you don't have to tell me, but I can feel it. Um, mm -hmm. And sometimes your, your actions say more than words. Um, and... I think I, okay, I don't want to say I hate, but I dislike when people say these little jokes about, oh, how's your little business doing? Like, the no, fact you say little business, like, program. yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> like, what are you saying? Like, what? Um, And that's really common. Like, I've heard with so many other friends who also have their business who say this too. Like, they have mm -hmm. experienced a little comment. And I don't know. I feel that maybe people haven't tell me you know like directly mm -hmm. oh i'm jealous but you feel it like it's like oh like and it makes something's painful it's like mm. and sometimes, or sometimes they won't even follow you yeah yes 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 throwing shade sometimes they don't even follow you and knowing who you are everything you've been through your background and everything and they don't even follow you and it's okay though like you know you, okay. just, okay. you just gotta like keep going but it's beautiful to see how strangers who you never met in yeah. person, online people can actually support you more than a close friend or who you consider mm -hmm. a friend. Um, and it's really funny because in situations like this, when you go through break breakthroughs of growth, you start really seeing who are the people for you. Yeah. Um, and you have to let go of friendships. Like you have to let go or family members or friendships. The social circle gets shrunken yeah. and shrunken yeah. No, I mean, with friends in general, sometimes they they love you until you're doing whatever better they them. until you're doing better than them and whatever they thought you couldn't do. Ooh, yes. They want yeah. you to say their comfort level. They want yeah. Como para si ella te hubiera podido decir la idea, and then you're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. She makes it come true, and you're like, oh, de celosa. Ay, de celosa. Ay, no, ya no voy a ser mía de mí porque ya. Sí. You see them growing and like stuff like that, sí, you know, sí, and, sí, sí, sí. Y te llega porque and it's because you don't believe that you can do that yourself mm -hmm. either. Yeah, so those are internal issues they need to handle on their own because I feel that somebody who's self aware enough, if I see somebody who's doing better than me or who's doing something that I want to get at their level, yo, I'm, I'm going to be next to them, like, oh, can you teach me how to do it? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, abundance, abundance. Yeah, abundance. Like, like I can get there too. How do? Yeah, how do it should help? be an inspiration to see somebody who goes, who comes from the same place as you, um, who has the same background as you, doing these things so you can learn from them. Because, siento que es para todos, and I feel that sometimes in this, in this like society, so individualistic, we don't think about collective happiness or abundance. Yeah. So, so it's community, though. It's community. community. At the end of the day, it is. It is. Oof. Really, uh, really good stuff. Yeah. I mean, I really good stuff. Really good stuff. Yes, let's shake it. <laughs> we continue to talk to, about this yeah. topic forever. Yeah. But I do want us to transition into a different topic. Yeah. And that's our relationships. And yeah. independent women. <laughs> can still date or have friends <laughs> yes. or cry feel <laughs> or feel but that'll be a second part that'll be a second part i love it i love it girl but thank you so thank much thank you so much for coming no, literally for me. it's honestly such an honor to be the first guest you're her first guest in here la madrina la madrina la madrina we need to make a graphic of her <laughs> <laughs> la madrina la madrina la madrina la madrina Supermarket, like a Latino oh, supermarket. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> we have one here called La Estrellita, though. Here in Boston, we have one called La Estrellita, La Estrellita oh. Market. So that's what I'm like, La Madrina. But anyway, anyways, anyways, we're either put in a supermarket, a tote, <laughs> <laughs> a loteria card, or something, but expect it. Send us a selfie. <laughs> I got you. My team will reach out to yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> My <Maybe>. team. <laughs> <laughs> no, amiga, en serio, que muchas gracias. Muchas gracias. Estamos tan orgullosas de ti. Nos inspiras como la gran mujerona que eres. Mujerona. mujerona. Y sé que tenemos varios entrepreneurs en nuestra pequeña audiencia, pero Mighty, que... Yes. Creo que les encantaría escuchar tu historia y creo que los va a inspirar sí. y los va a llenar y no sé, because it fueled me. Right? Oh, yes. Gracias. No, honestamente quisiera estar ahí para abrazarlas, pero estoy tan lejos. Pero uh, ustedes me esperan también porque it literally took like out of nowhere. I was like, wow, they're launching. I love it. Like, it was like a few five. I think I was like, ah. Oh, I love this. And I just can't wait to keep seeing you grow, see how many other people you bring, seeing how, you know, other people you impact because I feel that we need these spaces. So thank you. Thank you for making it safe for us to listen to and also to be here. Oh, I love you. Excuse me. Antes de que lloremos, lo vamos a cortar. Nos vemos. La próxima, la semana, próxima semana para la parte 2 de May. Eh, adiós, amigos. Regresen.